Good morning. I'm we I'm Iowimala and today is Sunday, October 10th. It uh, I realize right about this time of morning it starts to get noisier here where I live. And I don't know it's if it's just because of the animal sounds, but also people sounds seem to the traffic gets going and it's so much quieter earlier. But I did just put out a lot of seeds for the birds and the chipmunks and the squirrels. So some of the noise are the, are the birds. Um, the world gets going and then from then on it's kind of, it can usually be non-stop sound for the rest of our day. So we have to make an effort to, uh, to find silence when we need it. And sound when we need it. Sometimes that's that's what we need, and we need some interaction with people, or we have things that we're doing that keep us uh, involved and keep us hopefully working happily on projects that we care about. But we have to also be careful about getting enough quiet time, silent time, and solitude. So it's always a it's always a balance we have to work for. From day to day, it will vary. So today, I've been looking forward to reading this one. Uh, I'm not sure why. It probably the title just makes me think. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've read it. Um, so we'll see. Maybe the title is is misleading. Today is day twenty six on our 35-day pilgrimage to India to see the sacred sites and to be inspired by them. So these are the days, the readings that we would have if we were a group in India, or that we might have, and we had a teacher guide. So that would be a typical way to start the day going somewhere and listening to a teaching from the Buddhist sutta, the suttas, the teachings of the Buddha, um, maybe, depending on the group, you might have poetry or there might be some other inspirational things. So what we have are a reading, a short reading, and a reflection. So the short reading is called The Hen, the Hen and Her Eggs from the Samyutta Nikaya 22101. And the reflection is an, an exhortation from Sutta Nipata 2.10. The hen and her eggs. And this one has a few notes following it. So I'll need to read you the notes. Oh, I'll stop and read them as we come to them. I see where they are. Suppose that a hen has a clutch of eggs that she has not incubated properly, even though she might wish, oh, that each of my chicks might pierce its shell with its egg tooth and hatch safely. The chicks would be incapable of doing so. Why not? Because the hen has not nurtured the eggs properly. In the same way, when one does not devote himself or herself, to development, even though they might wish, 
Oh, that my mind might be liberated from the taints by non-clinging. The mind would not be liberated. Why not? Because they have not devoted themselves to the development of the four foundations of mindfulness, the four kinds of effort, the five spiritual faculties, the seven factors of enlightenment, and the noble eightfold path. So now I'll explain those a little bit. That's what the notes are. Why would the mind not be liberated? Because one has not devoted themselves to the development of the four foundations of mindfulness, the four kinds of effort. And here's the note on that. And this is right, describing right effort. To prevent unwholesome conditions from arising in the mind, to overcome unwholesome conditions already arisen, then to bring about wholesome conditions not yet arisen, and to maintain those wholesome conditions already arisen. And that's right mind, that's right effort. So it's, it's cleaning out those mental defilements of those, of those areas of greed and aversion and delusion that we, that we have, that we all have. And, uh, that's purifying the mind. And that's the right effort we put out. So it's not, we have to build a few buildings or, uh, work on bridges. It's the, the right effort for our practice, the way we live, is to constantly be, uh, doing things that help us see the defilements in our mind, and we can get rid of those sometimes just by seeing them. And then we can guard our sense doors so no more arise, and then we can nurture the uh, good conditions that we see within us and just encourage more of those. So, uh, this is be- the, the so the first these are the first two reasons if you haven't devoted yourself to the development of the four foundations of mindfulness the four kinds of effort the five spiritual faculties those are confidence energy mindfulness concentration that's that that uh, mental f- uh, focus that mental balance stability of the mind and wisdom so confidence is our belief, our, our faith in ourselves. And it's also a confidence in the teachings, the, the, the teachings we read from the Buddha, the confidence from the things that we are taught. And ener- so confidence, energy, mindfulness, concentration, but we're thinking about stability and focus, not like a pushing, pushing, pressure, concentration and wisdom. The seven factors of enlightenment, mindfulness, investigation of the Dhamma, energy, joy, tranquility, concentration, and equanimity. So there's all kinds of overlap in these lists, right? Those are the seven factors of enlightenment and the eight, the noble eightfold path. So, suppose that a hen has a clutch of eggs that she has incubated properly. 
even though she might not wish. Oh, that each of my chicks might pierce its shell with its egg tooth and hatch safely. The chicks will be capable of doing so. Why? Because the hen has nurtured the eggs properly. In the same way, when one devotes themselves to development, that one might not wish, oh, that my mind might be liberated from the taints by non-clinging, his mind would be liberated. Why? Because this one has already devoted themselves to the development of the four foundations of mindfulness, the four kinds of effort, the five spiritual faculties, the seven factors of enlightenment, and the noble eightfold path. So if we're practicing those things, we don't have to worry about it and wish and, and hope that, the, that we have a good uh, outcome. It's already happening while we work on these things. And here's the reflection. If you want to sit with your eyes closed and, or in your meditation posture, that's a good way to listen to this. Arise, sit up. Of what use are your dreams? How can you who are sick and pierced with the arrow of grief continue to sleep? Arise, sit up. Train yourself to win peace. Let not the king of death, knowing you to be lazy, trick you into his realm. Cross over this attachment, tied to which both devas and men are trapped. Do not let this chance slip by, because for those who do, there is only hell. Dusty is indolence. Dust comes in its wake. Would knowledge and vigilant vigilance draw out the arrow of suffering from yourself? Sutta Nipata 2.10 I love that last line, draw out the arrow of suffering from yourself. Remember that. So this is day 26. And why don't we practice now to practice together. So we practice together a lot with mindfulness in our practice. Being aware using our sense of awareness to experience things more than just jumping in and trying to think we understand things. Uh, let, let our different senses penetrate things for us without our mind getting in the way all the time. The mind is a good thing, but uh, we need to be using our other senses to be present in a, in a in a different way than we typically are. So why don't we just continue being mindful? But first, let's um, let's just allow our bodies to calm down.
and to just be at ease. And uh, most of the day we, are, we may feel that we are not at ease if we really stop and think about it. We may have tension because we're trying to move from one thing quickly to another or trying to get too much done or worrying or fixating on the problems of others. So just finding that state of calm, tranquility, and serenity can be very far away from us at times. But when we have this practice to come to, we know how to find it again. And the more you practice, even if it's in short periods of time, the easier it can become for you to find, come back to that state of tranquility and the calm. And that's where we always want to begin because it's very difficult to meditate. It's very difficult to have awareness and be awake if we don't have uh, serenity, tranquility, uh, that calmness in our body and our mind. It can't just be in our head. It has to be, we have to be aware of it, working with it, with our entire body and with all of our senses. So if, you, if you're able to, you can close your eyes. Just become aware of the body breathing. And if in your posture, whether you're sitting or lying down or walking, if you're feeling your spine being lifted up, not slouched over, if you're lying down, you can stretch your spine out. Then you'll be aware of your lungs having their full capacity to expand out. So you can have just your normal breath. You can be aware of that breath and feel that it's fuller. It's, you're not slouched over and cramping those parts of your body that need to work. With each breath in, you can feel grateful for the air that we breathe. Be aware of how that that breath feels as you breathe in. As you breathe out, you can send out gratitude. When we breathe in and out freely, we can think of others who may be suffering with their breathing right now. And send them metta send compassion to those who are ill. Struggling for a breath.
And as you're aware of the breathing, letting your body work and breathe for you, letting your body relax. Now as you exhale, just let go of the tension in your body. Just for right now, just let go of all your worries and concerns. Just for this moment. Each breath you can let go again. When you're really relaxed, things may arise in your body that you can observe and see more clearly. That's when you may be able to work with what arises. important if we want to work with those difficult emotions or sadness or uh, anything that arises for you. We want the mind to be calm, as calm as it can be, if we want to investigate those things. Otherwise, we just load more onto the, to that emotional feeling. some reason it's really noisy outside of my apartment and of course my patio door is open uh, so I'm wanting that to be a good teacher it's unusually loud for Sunday morning so I'm hoping that in my own mind and if you hear it as well that we can just let it be a teacher not be distracted by it Be with each breath.
Now with each breath, let's do some parts of the Metta Sutta. Breathe in thinking, may I be well. Breathe out, may I be well. Breathe in, may I be content and happy. And breathe out, may I be content, happy. With each breath, breathe in another blessing for yourself. May I feel safe in the world and breathe out. May I be at peace. Inhale. May I be at peace. Exhale. just stick with yourself and later in the day you can practice loving-kindness practice going all the way through with your loved ones your acquaintances your strangers your difficult people and then radiate out into the whole world but for right now for this practice right now let's just stick with ourselves Let this help you relax your body and really to help you wake up the body, wake up the body like our exhortation reminded us.
today, think of yourself as you go through your day, being well, happy, safe, content, and at peace. Do this for yourself. Accept yourself, whatever condition you're in. If you're feeling grumpy, if you're feeling uh, physically not so good, if it's hard to be content, you begin with accepting that about yourself today. And wish yourself the best. Wish yourself well. So keep blessing yourself all day, and hopefully your feelings about the day will improve, and you'll rouse yourself to sit up, to wake up, shake the dust off, and just feel better about yourself. And that will help you feel the same way towards other people and all other beings. So. Thank you for joining me, and we can send merit. May everything we do and think and say today be done not only for our own benefit, but for the benefit of all living beings everywhere. So, thanks. thank you so much. I love seeing real familiar names and new names as well. Have a beautiful day, and I'll see you again. I'll be here again on Tuesday.